Cause we're walking worlds and we're talking worlds with Pedro. Yeah, we're walking worlds and we're talking worlds with Pedro. He's here to, here to ask questions for you about D&D or really anything. Cause we're walking worlds and we're talking worlds with Pedro. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. We don't have our whole group here tonight. So we thought maybe what we would do instead is do an episode of, uh, I don't know, we don't actually have a name for this. Table Talkers? Sure. World bros Talkers? Bros. What'd you say? <laughs> bros, bros, bros being bros. Man, I thought you said hoes being bros. <laughs> Me too. I was like, that's... <laughs> hoes being bros. I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be either one it's of those. Too, it's too bad. <laughs> so... What we thought uh, we would do this episode is basically take uh, questions from around the community, uh, along with a sprinkling of questions uh, from each other. Um, each one of us has brought a question or two that we're going to go around and ask each other. And this should be pretty fun. We'll see what happens. Uh, maybe it'll be miserable and you'll be able to tell. Hopefully, <laughs> if it's miserable, you won't be able to tell. That's the goal of every podcaster. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> well, then we're just going to be fakers. <laughs> World fakers. <laughs> World fakers. <laughs> so that's, here, the name, that's the name of this. There you go. Here World is the fakers. first question. We'll go around the, go around the group. Uh, first question we've got is, if you had to choose one world to play in for the rest of your world walking days... What would it be? And take a second to think about it. This is the whole idea is like we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting down. We're going to come up with our own uh, a new game. It's not about the podcast or anything like that. You know, we're not trying to pick what's like skip all that. It's just we're all going to sit down and we're trying to think of our next long term game. But we know that it's probably going to be our, you know, this is our forever game, whatever. Or you just know that it's the last game we're going to play together before we all go off to college. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever that is, if you had to choose one world to play on for the rest of your world walking days, what would it be? And we will start with Callie. Um, I feel like for me, it comes down to Rolanus and Cog. Yeah. Because Cog, you know, we've already spent so much time there that I like, I feel a connection with it and it's like... It's definitely a favorite, but there's also a lot of potential with Rolanus, and Cog is also like, Cog is also like kind of limited in some ways. So like, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I, I'd probably lean more towards Cog though, just because I, I do have there's a lot of connection with it. So I'd, I'd like to learn a lot more about it. So probably that one. Most of your characters, I think, are from Cog or live no. <laughs> Maybe. <I don't> know. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I think um, I sometimes I think that um, Cog gets uh, I don't want to say uh, people sell it short, but I think there's a lot more than people. There's way more than I think people are even aware of. 
Like yeah, and that's yeah, definitely. We've we've only seen a little tiny bit, mm-hmm. which is so interesting because there's so much. Yeah. Like there's so much that we've already seen of Cog. Like there's and yet, but only in certain parts. So yeah. it's like and we're it's still like so much still. All all of those things are mysteries that need yeah. to be solved. And then there's other mysteries we don't even know about yet. Yeah, yeah. I think we haven't seen anything. For the most part, we haven't seen anything west of Carmack. Mm-hmm. For the no. most part, I think some of us got to play a little bit yeah. in a game pa- past the uh, City of Death, but there's just a whole other frontier that hasn't been explored. Like what exists past the airships, essentially. Spider and I beard. really want to dig into that. Like, um, I th- I think it's come out. If it hasn't, I guess so- there's going to be strap in because there's going to be some spoilers that you didn't even ask for. Uh, <laughs> with this being so close to the end of season five, like I don't mind answering a little more than maybe I normally would. And I think um, one of those things is like, you know, um, Pedro, what happened to the gnomes? <laughs> what happened to the elves? Where are they? Are they the forged? <laughs> pa- uh, there is a whole mess of cities past Carmack. And that's the area that the uh, the five gunslinging masters went to, and that's where the creed was developed. And I would love to explore more of that story. Yeah. We just That'd don't usually cool. get to. So I, I like I like the answer, Cog. And then Rolanus, I think, is really fun just because we're we're just now kind of getting into I guess some of the meat and potatoes of it. Like we've been people have been wondering about what happened to Rolandus for so long and I'm really excited about the idea of like bringing deities into the stories and how they fit in I think that's like one of my favorite parts so I like I mean I'm probably gonna like all your answers (laughs) (laughs) I hope so yeah that sounds weird now that I say it but yeah what about Shannon oh man all right it's this is really hard (laughs) I have three answers out of seven worlds. Like, you had to choose one world. Yeah. Said this three. is really no, hard. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, so, like, first I'm going to start. I'm, I'm going to talk this out, all right? Yeah. I'm going to give my three answers, and then I'm going to narrow it down. Or I'm just going to give three answers, and everyone's going to have to deal with that. <laughs> um, okay, so my three answers are Cog, Rolanus, and Obrimos. Yeah. I bet nobody saw those three coming as my Definitely three answers. Not. <laughs> Definitely not. I saw little check marks appear in my head as you said it. <laughs> yeah. All the ones that you've seen or been to for the most part, except for like one. Um, well, I, I feel like I, I've seen Obrimos as much as I've seen Minroth, at least. Because I haven't played, I haven't actually played on Obrimos. I just picked a character who lived there. Mm-hmm. Um... But I, I think the whole, like, the gray is so interesting to me. And, like, the fact that time's kind of ever-changing. Like, there's so much time travel and, like, that's just, all of that is really interesting. And, like, you might wake up one day and your reality yesterday isn't the same as it is now because someone went back in time and uh, tore off the wings of a butterfly or whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> But it also is probably going to be the first one I roll out. So, all right. I'm down to two. All right. 
I just want El Brimos to get its its love because I all, that's another thing. I also feel like people don't like El Brimos as much. Like I feel like people don't want to hang out on El Brimos as much, and it's like, but it's so cool. Like it's weird, right? I yeah. I don't want to interrupt your argument with yourself, but yeah. <laughs> please do. Please let me argue no. with someone else. No, no. Yeah, I really like Obrimos too, but I I just confessed to Nathan recently that like it's also one that I don't rush to run because mm-hmm. I feel like um, the areas there's several different. I feel like the areas that are well um, well explored are almost overly explored. And I um I don't know where to go with Obrimos. Like I have lots of like ideas on time, but I worry that the time aspect of Obrimos would get played out for people. And maybe that's an insecurity. Like in the same way that I, I worry that every storyline in Cog is gunslinging. And then people will get tired of gunslinging. And the Only when Kelly's in the party. Based based on based on uh, my experience of everyone, I don't think that's gonna happen. Okay, okay. But everyone very... seems really eager to play a gunslinger. Yeah. Okay. In, in my opinion. Yeah, I get I very nervous so. about right. it. Like I love Tremessa, and I love stories based around Tremessa. Um, there's an entire underwater kingdom. That hasn't been explored at all with like water pathways. All there's throughout. an Atlantis. I want to. Okay, this that's cool. I want shit. Really? Kelly's changing fuck? her answer now, Brimos. Oh, it's wow, on the yeah. list now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on the list now. I want to see this underwater match. city. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, because it was such a big part of uh, one of Frank's characters' backstories, and that's where he retired to. He like. Uh, that character found a way to breathe underwater infinitely and went and retired. With uh, the people underwater, That's and there's cool. like these watery pathways, so like they get around the continent in a way no one else does, um, <clears throat> and they have their own time-based issues as well. And there's all kinds of like they have a, an entire set of history and lore that nobody else has. Like the way that they understand Obrimos is completely different than the way other people understand Obrimos, and since like. You know, since they can get up on land, they get to have pieces of the culture that people on mm-hmm. land don't get of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there's all of this story that, like, it has not been explored since, well, since we all uh, went off to college our last time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, so there's other, there are other areas to explore. There's a whole other continent um, that has not been touched at all and has an entirely different way of life. Um, but we've never run a game over there. Um, there is an entire uh, civilization instead of kingdoms north of the first forest, and I really like that idea and exploring... We've played in that area once, and that was really fun. But yeah, Obrimos tends to be forgotten more often than I think it would have. I thought Obrimos was going to be it. I was going to run a series of uh, live streams, I think some people know, and it was going to be three different groups playing the same storyline. That's right. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) And each of them was in a different timeline. 
So you could watch each stream and see how the timelines change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea was to try and guess which one is the real one. But it never went yeah. anywhere. <laughs> um, and then for my second answer, we kind of already talked about COG and why I want COG. And also, just just so we don't all have the same answer, I'm going to pick Rolanus, I guess, as my final answer. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. I also... I equally want to play a campaign that explores new Rolanus mm-hmm. and sets it back to old Rolanus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. I think that would be really interesting. What about Nathan? So if I was going to pick from one of your worlds... Whoa, hold on, to- here we go. <laughs> Hi, Willow. What's up, Hurricane? Boy, did you see come beat me up? I love you. I love you. Good night, baby. Night. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Good night. You're seeing me right now. I understand, but I'll see you tomorrow also, right? (laughs) Are you leaving? Are you packing up? (laughs) Then I'll see you tomorrow as well. Good night. Go. <laughs> you almost actually got bit. <laughs> Good night. I love you. <laughs> almost, you almost did it. That long side work glance. There you go. Full of sass, that one. All right. So, Nathan, what do you think? What, what's your. So, what's your if I was world? choosing from your worlds, I would pick Menroth because it's the most high fantasy. Um, it's got the probably, well, arguably the deepest lore because it's been around the longest. Um, that so that would be my choice if we were picking from your worlds. Otherwise, I would really like to play in Dark Sun. Ooh, yeah, I do love me some Dark Sun. Now you know, um, Van Richen's guide to whatever they fucking decide to put in the book is coming out soon, or this year. How does Ravenloft stack up against uh, Dark Sun? Well. Um, I've played in Ravenloft two times with you, uh, once only slightly more successfully than the other, and both times, although the games were fun, it sucks, so I'd rather not play in Ravenloft. <laughs> Why does it suck? It's, I mean, it's always something bad, man, like you're getting hunted by werewolves, or you're trapped in a fucking haunted house, or your soul has been trapped inside of, the, of a gem from a lich. There's never anything fucking good in Ravenloft. Uh, or one of the players is quickly progressing into, uh, or yeah, or someone's trying to take over fucking Ravenloft and they're in your party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a player who got kept like, uh, so in Ravenloft, every time you commit acts of evil, uh, traditionally you had to roll on a table. And if you rolled low enough, you got a dark gift, a temptation from the powers that be along, but it had a, it had a bad side to it too. And every time you roll, it gets easier to fail on the next roll, and uh, you get some cool shit out of it. To be you fair, get some great it starts stuff. off pretty fucking cool. But if you go too far, you'll get your own domain as Ravenloft takes your character, Oof. and you become part of the uh, the domains of dread. And oh, you man. know, we inevitably have one player who was like, "I'll slit his throat, <laughs> funk him." 
Give me wings, asshole. <laughs> I feel um, like I'd be that player. <laughs> uh, but we had one player, like, they were desperately trying to get out because we never played, we never started a game in Ravenloft. Ravenloft was a game that took you out of your campaign and used these, this stuff called the mist to bring you into their campaign. And so they would get into the campaign, and then inevitably you'd have a player who was like, fucking feed me, juice me, baby. And then no. they would just like <laughs> start getting all kinds of dark powers. And uh, there was one player who like went all the way up to five out of six and then uh, heroically sacrificed themselves so they could die in Ravenloft as a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. It's cool. I like, I do like Menroth a lot. I don't think, uh, I think most people have said that they don't feel like Menroth has gotten enough for as old as it is, for as uh, important as it seems to be in the cosmology or the, you know, the timeline of Menra or of uh, World Walkers, we just see surprise. It's always the world everyone rushes to get off of. Well, <laughs> that's that. I don't know. That might be true group to group. But do you find that uh, because you played Menroth for so long, do you have like an unwillingness to go back to it? Is there stories that you would rather tell in other places? I have tons of stories I want to run in Menroth. I think um, since we're, like I said before, like I'll draw, be dropping stuff that I wouldn't normally drop. Um, the first Dream Hunter comes from Menroth. Ooh. Oh, wow. From like over 15 years ago, I think. Like I was playing with it even back then. And it was, um, there's a player named, uh, well, we had a player. I, I don't know if I should say names sometimes, but we had a player. And first he is no the last. person. What's up? First name, no last. Yeah, I guess There's so, a million yeah. Daves in the world, man. Like At some point, I just assume one of the people in our past is going to be asshole enough to come back and go, you even said my fucking name. <laughs> so, if you uh, think they're listening, I guess. I don't, but oh well. Um, so we had a player, um, and he's played a number of uh, NPCs that he retired and kind of gave into, you know, gave away to put into the game. Um, he played a, um, master thief named Sebastian. Uh, he's played patch. Uh, yeah. The King of dreams. Um, a whole bunch of characters, Kaladar, who several oh, of the yeah. groups have met. Um, so he's, yeah, he's, he's retired the most characters. <laughs> um, there are different levels. Kelly's trying so. to catch up. Callie is, he, yeah, that's true. It would be, an, it, it would be, we'd have to tally up. Uh, the number of characters that he I, I think he the difference retired. is that all of Callie's characters are in action every game session and <laughs> his characters are all retired that's that's true. they're all crossing over in Jesus yeah. Christ <laughs> but um no so um that player had encountered um essentially you know I don't want to sell the character short but like Essentially, uh, a parallel to Freddy Krueger. Like, I really loved I, I, Freddy's my guy. And so I created a character, and I was like, oh, what if there were these, like, crazy, like, nightmare creatures, but one of them got into somebody, or they kind of made a deal or made a pact or something like that. And so that character that I created is the first dream hunter and I would love to go back and tell that story. Like that was an incredibly, uh, I'm gonna say incredibly sounds cocky, but like that was a really fun ongoing villain because the player couldn't figure out how to beat it. 
He could put it down just like Freddy, <laughs> but never found a way to actually take it out. And I think he finally, he finally, I think, sealed it in a crystal inside of a dream so that it couldn't feed off of any more fears. It just kind of was stuck with itself. And so like that was like the, but like we had played where he, uh, his character had um, developed a family, like had a wife, eventually had a kid. Um, and all this stuff. And so like his his uh, his path towards retirement is very different than the other characters because he retired because the adventuring life had to end if he was going to have a family. And so like he actually there the last time that he battled that um, dream hunter, there was a point in the game where they actually sat side by side in the infinite space of, of the dreaming and had a conversation about why they were doing what they were doing. Like it was, there's a lot of different ways that story went over the years because we played for years. So yeah, I would love to go back and just play a Menroth game and explore like, I don't know. I'm always like two steps away from getting to, further the plot of Menroth and then <laughs> someone leaves the, um, the Saturday game. They wanted to play a Menroth, but then like when given the chance of staying yeah. on it and attacking the storyline one way or leaving the world and attacking another way. And I'm not, you know, I don't think they made the wrong call or, the, you know, right or wrong, but they, they did leave. <laughs> uh-huh. So I haven't had a game that stayed on Menroth in years. <laughs> so, oh man. So yeah, Menroth or what was it? Cog or Relanus? No, Nathan didn't have any Relanus. Yeah, they both Wait, voted Shannon, Cog or Relanus. I just voted for Menroth or Dark Sun. Yeah, you mm-hmm. said Menroth, and then Callie, you said Oh, Cog. I get you. Yep. Yep. And then Shannon said oh, uh, Relanus, yeah. Relanus. Yeah. Top three yeah. I got you. Yep, yep. <laughs> we all uh, deci- I'm glad we all decided not to agree. <laughs> this is the way it's more of interesting games. that very <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like if we were gonna agree, it would probably be Cog. Yeah. If for no other reason if for no other reason than Callie and I would beat Nathan into it. <laughs> I, ne- I never have a problem playing in Cog. It, it is one of my favorite worlds. Yeah. It's just like if I had to, if I was going to pick the next world, I would pick Menroth because it's the most high fantasy and that's what yeah. I like D&D for. This is a weird off the top of the head random question, but like, would you because I don't know sometimes I go back and forth on it myself, right? Uh, as this question uh, kind of probably especially hits Nathan, but it can be applied to all of you. Is there a world that you would feel weird about sending off into the world in a publishing standpoint? Like, I don't know if that, I might not even keep this question in here, but like, you know, like. um, Like if you were going to be famous from a source book, would there be a world that we felt weird about? Sort of. Kind of like this idea that like, I know that every now and then there's someone who publishes their home campaign. Like mm-hmm. it's happening right now. The people responsible, like the creator of a, a lot of the stuff that you would love about World of Warcraft, Chris Metzen, he has his own company. He left uh, Blizzard and made his own scene. And they've just announced that they're going to make, they're going to take his old D&D campaign, his home world, 
homebrew world and turn it into a, a campaign, right? And sometimes I wonder, like, that always seems like everyone's dream, but I kind of wonder if there's like, oh, I don't want people to play. Like, it's like you're like, you're, it's like the one room in the house that you get to keep and your spouse gets to do everything else. And you're like, just oh. leave this room alone. Okay. Like, I kind of wonder if there's a world that it's like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't want you all playing this world. Like this in our world, we don't want yes. you messing with it. Okay. That might, there might not be Pe- any bean on that bone. What do you got, Shannon? Pedro, I need you to brace yourself. Okay. <laughs> you're about to get a compliment. Oh, fuck this. I know. That's why I'm warning you. Oh, mm-hmm. man. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's up? I have wanted a published version of World Walkers since the first time I listened to the podcast. Really? And I'm not even exaggerating. Like, listening to the podcast, uh, I don't get this a lot. I listen to a lot of APs. Yeah. I don't get this a lot. But listening to World Walkers specifically made me want to run a game in your worlds. <laughs> because your world cool. building's really awesome. And that, uh, well, this campaign, starting at the beginning and, yeah. you know, timeline shifts and ca- cast shifts into now, has been so interesting and so cool. Anyway, um, so it's the opposite of that question. <laughs> no. is That's I, awesome. Yeah, Thank I you. want you to publish. I just wouldn't even know where to... Like, I, I'm i not, like, so here's almost the worst version of dismissing the compliment is not being <laughs> able to understand the compliment, right? Because, like, I wouldn't even know what somebody would want since I don't know why, I know it sounds funny, like, since I don't know why people like what I do, I don't know what parts they want. Does that make sense? Well, like, I Pedro, get that people uh, do like. The long answer for me personally is, answer. is all of it. Like, uh, I... <laughs> If you published a fucking textbook size source book that had a chapter for each of your worlds. Oh. And uh, or even a campaign that you had written, like, you know, this campaign published, I would fucking eat that up. Huh. That actually seems more like approachable. Like there's one book that would a chapter per world and then making books that focus on each chapter, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I, I feel know. like yeah. you absolutely could do that. Hmm. Like you could have one that's like a chapter for each world. That's just like kind of the rundown. And then like, you could even do like adventure paths in each like separate books that are adventure paths per world or just it- source books with more lore for each world. See, it's sort of like the same problem with like, I've had people tell me what they would love is for me to do like a YouTube channel um, where I give advice and stuff like that and talk about world building. But like, I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't mean that I can't do it. It's just like doing something and explaining how you do something is two completely different things. Yeah. Like everything that I'm doing is just stuff that I've passively learned by doing it so much so like explaining i don't i always do better when people ask me a question if you ask me a question i can explain it like you know like today in discord somebody was like you know do you have any dungeon building tips anyone i was like oh i have a few but it would never occur to me to tell you how to design a good dungeon because i don't i need the prompt (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I like doing these questions here because, like, I don't, I don't know what you know this, this, this. So, like, I would need people to tell me what they want out of a campaign book or something, almost more than me just going like, I'm just gonna get all this shit out of my head. I don't know where it is in my head. I. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and like Nathan knows, Nathan and, you know, Callie to an extent for a number of years, you guys have been around where like, I'm just building it as I go. I didn't create a blueprint, Mm -hmm. which is what I think anyone should do for almost anything creatively. Like the worst thing you can do for your creative project is plan sometimes because then either you'll never start or you'll kill it in subcommittee like you'll take all the passion that you did on day one and you'll bleach it by day 35. Because now it's like, now you're not even focusing on the stuff you love. You're focusing on making sure it's perfect. And if you just do it, you know, it'll be, it's going to be bad either way on day one. <laughs> just get it over with and be bad now and then fix it as you go. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't, I think, uh, I don't have that problem with almost anything but sanctuary. I wouldn't, I have been very protective about putting anything sanctuary out. Mm -hmm. Because I have very specific, every other world has themes um, that can be, that I kind of loosely flow. Like, for instance, um, I don't know if anyone, so for instance, COG. One of its main theme, it, it has themes of um, expansion, um, knowledge hoarding, and racism. And sometimes those themes are up front and in your face. And sometimes I leave them out like traps and see who falls into them. <laughs> you know? Oh, so boy. Like, Do people fall into them sometimes? Fall pretty hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, like, sometimes I'll make, um, like, certain... Uh, non um common races available and people will just fall hard into like racist tropes that I've never put out there and that's like a meta examination of mm-hmm. the racism in the world like it's like people putting on like like you know the wrong kind of face <laughs> like so like sometimes I just like to watch it unfold and um Go, oh, oh, Lordy, <laughs> you're going to keep running with that one, aren't you? I don't remember ever saying that was part of that care that that racism. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then like, um, yeah, I just I just love like exploring those themes. But every world has that. But there are themes in Sanctuary that like. I don't want to lose. <laughs> Like, I want to make sure that those, like, if I would rather not see Sanctuary run than to see someone run Sanctuary as, like, a fucking dungeon runner (laughs) campaign. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think it's also very interesting, though. Like, my mindset towards this sort of thing and your mindset towards this sort of thing are, like, so different. Yeah. Like, I would run the same adventure with the same characters for other people without having any problem versus like whenever you run a game, that's canon. Right? Mm -hmm. Or am I wrong about this? Like, uh, so I just ran ETU for you guys on Saturday and you guys Mm -hmm. used recycled characters that had backgrounds that I didn't tell you guys about. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and like you actually played. So like whenever I ended that campaign, like those characters were sophomores and you guys were freshmen again. And like I would run that can I would run that one shot again for another another group with those same characters. Without- oh, really? Huh? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm familiar with that idea. Yeah. But no, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, it wouldn't occur to me to do right. that. No. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like I understand the concept of it, but like, right. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's not in my gut. I would, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember specifically we were talking about running a game at Gen Con and you were like, well, if I'm going to run three games, I have to come up with three different adventures. And I'm like, just yeah. run the same one for all three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, I just run the same one every time. And I was like, like, on Abrimos? Yeah. And you're like, well, I came up with an idea that I, where I could run it. I could run the same one, but I, each one would still be canon. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's my thing. Just like, um, I don't know, like when I play video games, I tend to think of myself as the character and there's always like a touch of RP in there. And I like if it's a big giant battle and I die in it, I'm always really upset because I'm like, well, this next one is like it's like an alternate timeline or something like <laughs> I just keep trying to. like. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if there's any more to, to talk about on that, but that's what I think. For me, it's Sanctuary. I, I just couldn't let Sanctuary. I would have, to, it would be very hard. I would take, it would take a lot of writing to write the themes. And at that point, if I'm not right, you know what I mean? Like it, once something is out there, it should be somebody else's. So if I'm going to write so many rules and be so picky about Sanctuary, then I'm probably not going to do a good job writing it as somebody else's game you know i could totally write up a cog campaign and put it out there you know there was i think cal you remember um one of the players that we played with um at sanctuary he would take all my material and run his own version of it he would be like oh yeah i love your dark island idea so i took it and i made three of them and it's it's the Dark Isles, and like then I was like, that's badass. And he was like, "You don't care, do you?" I was like, "Fuck no! What would I do if I did?" Yeah. See you in court, like. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, that's fair. I just I I just I respect your work, and I want to make sure." And I was like, "I was like, yeah, fuck it, dude. Whatever. Like, that's badass, you know." Yeah. The Dark Island is actually the area that I wouldn't want to see go <laughs> mainstream, so to speak. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Uh, I think it makes a really good mysterious piece up in the sky. And also there's a lot of, I mean, that was like all the earliest shit. That's where all yeah. the, that's where all the weirdest shit happened. <laughs> we should probably just fucking shut the curtain on that one and not let people have it. <laughs> that's true. I tried to, I, I, we, at one point we, I had pitched that as a game. Like we would, remember we would, we would play on, on the island. And I think it got voted down pretty fast. Well, I mean, I would. I, I would play no, there. I don't want still everybody obviously else to play in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's mine. That's mine. That's awesome. I own real estate on the Dark Island. Other people can't go there. <laughs> that's actually okay, true. Fair. You do, yeah. All right. Uh, so, Shannon, did you have a question? Oh. Oh, did Kelly want to answer the last one? Or Oh, sorry. Were you a pass? I was just throwing out there in general. It, it, one or more could answer it. 
What was the question again? Exactly? Generally, it's like, is there a world that you that oh, right. you're very protective? You're like, well, that's my baby. They can't play on that one. That's my baby. Um. Hmm. It doesn't guess, have to be either. Just. I'll say. I mean, I don't think like. Or a storyline, even. Like, please don't finish that storyline. That's my storyline. I think. Um. Maybe like Rolanus, just because. Yeah, like I would want to be, I would want to go and, you know, like bring back old Rolanus or explore new or, you know, so oh, maybe, maybe it's that like, one, yeah, it's like Rolanus once I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, then you can have it. Let me, let me, get, let me get myself Ka- out. I, yeah, I like that Callie's this Rolanus asterisk. <laughs> like, let, let me do what I need and then like you can have the, the scraps. It's, there you go. <laughs> All right, so my question is, again, I'm I'm really bad at, at words, but I'm going <laughs> to try and frame this in such a way that it makes sense. So my question is, like, what's your... Because we're almost to the end of this campaign, right? So what's your, like, one that got away, either, like, mm. with a, a character development thing that hasn't come up yet, or, like, a world thing that you wanted to explore more... Like, what's the the one that got away for you? Uh, I really wish we could have um, stayed in. Well, okay, so this actually goes to one of the other questions that came in through the Discord, too. Uh, I really wish we could have stayed in Janzibar a little bit longer because we had just sort of found that church that had more stained glass windows and then we ended up hustling off the planet and nothing happened. But there's like... We know about the like the Church of Cogliastro, and but there was another church uh, like in that little park area or whatever in Janzibar. Uh, yeah, a it's fucking a church cave. there, and it's just sitting there, and we will never make it back there. <laughs> but you know what, right? It was a cave. It wasn't just a church. No, I didn't know it was a cave. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like ruins of a church. I, I something. It's, it's, like, like it's called. I think church. it's called. I don't. I don't have it up right away, but I think it's called the Temple of the Seven. So that was my one that got away, not to mention Mercurius getting away from us. Me. (laughs) Don't worry, it's coming back. The Temple of the Seven sits in the center of the city, where the city was built around. No one cares about it, but the guild masters require that it is left as is. It is in the middle of the city park. We got, yeah, there was just a taste of that, and then we ended up getting... Hustled out by the the dream hunters and the crazy ritual that took us off the planet. Man, can you can you imagine if uh, if Nathan had listened to all the plan and didn't go to Mercurius? Where would we be? <laughs> probably the game probably would have been way fucking stale at this point. Like <laughs> I kept it, I kept it really exciting, guys. No Thank way, man! That's your Maui moment. You're welcome. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna add that in. What's everyone's Maui moment? Keep going. Pedro, do you no, because this mm-hmm. is my what was your one that got away? Oh man. I you know what? I will tell you what uh I will tell you what got away from me. My favorite thing, the one I was most excited about, and it's just because you guys asked, right? Mm-hmm. I had such immense excited hopes about you all 
hunting down and saving the Dreamwalkers. Going oh, from yeah. world to world, finding them in their nightmare form, and letting the listeners <sighs> of the podcast hear the characters that they created battle you all as their greatest enemies. Man, that would have been cool. Oh, Once man. again, Tristana's plan, best plan. I spent way more time than you want to know <sighs> writing up each person and where they're at if you got to them in time, where they were at if you got to them, if, if you didn't get to them in time, and where they were at if they completed their goal. Each one of them had a goal to further the, uh, the drive and the desires of the dream hunters. And man, I, w- I, was, yeah. I was spending, like there were times where I was driving and I would pull over and go, oh, I know exactly what happens to Dada's character, Sarah, the, the, uh, the girl that won't admit she's a dragon. Or <laughs> I would I was remember I was actually I was on uh I was driving down a street called Bendix and I drove past a, a gas station and I said oh, fuck and I like <laughs> peeled out and like pulled over into the gas station as fast as I could and then just sat there on my phone and took a whole bunch of notes. <laughs> Boom. Badass. Holy shit. This game is going to a different level. <laughs> and then you guys are like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> no, Why did uh, we even decide to go away from that plan? I don't remember. <laughs> you were on Cog. You learned about it in the Applebee's styled restaurant. <laughs> I remember that. That's we right. were because we still had the plan at that mm-hmm. point. I think we were going to, and then we just kind of like everything else kind of accelerated. There was an airship. There hmm? was a casino. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things yep. changed. We were still planning on it at that time. Oh, I think it was partially um, me jumping off the ship. I well, we got one, separated, yeah. and then I got uh, visited by Nix, yep. and mm-hmm. we also met up in the tavern. And Alice was like, "Bros, you got to do something about this right now." Yeah, it all kind of just like it, it, it lost. And then there is probably some truth to the fact that like we play biweekly, and so when we miss a game. We're not playing bi-weekly. We're playing monthly until we get back on track. <laughs> and if we miss another game, we're playing bi-monthly until we get back on track. So, like, that's one of the dangers of playing week uh, bi-weekly is it's real easy to kind of forget the how, you know, forget the uh, the emphasis of the storyline. And then when another branch presents itself, and that's how I run the games is that I always have multiple branches so i that's why i don't i don't want anyone to ever take offense to that when i answer a question like that because it's because of me uh just as much as anyone else because i present so many possibilities and i'm willing to sit back and let the story go the way of the character's decisions i i I would like the answer to that question to be uh of why did we switch i would like the answer to that question to be Nobody listens to Tristana. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, Or in this case, they did listen, and then we changed our mind. But I think it's that. If it's not that, it's um, 
Well, it, it is that, but if I had to pick a different one, it would be that uh, the original pitch for this campaign came from Jess. And Jess said, um, when because when they joined, they said, what I would want to play is uh, My Hero Academia by way of D&D. And so the whole idea was that the Dream, uh, the Dreamwalkers Guild was the school from My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. You guys were all going to come in and basically be like newbie dream hunters. And every storyline, you were going to learn new powers huh. uh, and new secrets to dreamwalking. That's cool. And then you would meet the other dreamwalkers and maybe you would like them or have drama between them. Maybe you'd be in competing adventures with them. And it was kind of just going to be like a low key you just walked away from a world, you know, a world's saving campaign. This one needs to be a little low key. Mm-hmm. And that was their pitch was my higher, my hero academia by way of D and D. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. So that's my answer. Callie, yeah. I mean, I, th- yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's hard. It's hard to, <sighs> I'm having trouble thinking, but I think after using that, like, I think, yeah, kind of regretting not being able to go and see all of the Dreamwalkers, definitely. I think that would have been really cool, too, because it's like now at this point, who knows if we're going to see them ever again or not? Like, even if we save everything. And they might still be in play. Like, how do you know that they're going to be knocked offline? Right. Just because of whatever happens in Macarius. Right, right. Everybody's telling us that everybody's dead. I just assumed they were. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's we don't know. Oh yeah, so like, yeah, that was the main thing. Was Alice said that everyone that this was it? This was all the Dreamwalkers. At least all that's able to fight. Right. So I mean, they could be, you know, something, something else going on. But Alice is a nightmare and has been this whole time. Man. Oh my god, fucking betrayal. Could happen. She's a dream hunter, man. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Pedro's face con. is just so—it's stone. It's not. There's I'm just, no. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to start turning his camera gray again. Thanks so much for hanging out with us during this episode of World Talkers. See you next time with another episode. Thanks again. We'll see you later.